0: Hi everyone, and welcome to another Tuesday episode. This one is a little bit different. I've appeared recently, in fact last Friday, on the Keto Women podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking, Keto Women, why did I qualify to get a place on that show? Well, Daisy, who presents the show, does have the odd man on, as she said, and so as I said in this interview, I am one of those odd men. So I'm on this podcast for last Friday, and I thought uh, I would share a bit of that episode Uh, with you today, so she'll give me permission to share about ten minutes or so. The first thing that I noticed was that my god do I talk fast. It's crazy actually. So if you stick with it and you know, I hope you do, maybe put it on half speed and then you'll you'll hear it like a normal human being speaking. Apart from that, it was great fun. Really enjoyed talking to Daisy and the following episode is a two parter, coming out on this friday so if you enjoyed this go and check out her podcast keto woman which is on all podcast apps uh give it a download um give her a review if you wish it's a great podcast um i have things absolutely superb what she does and the people she has on and then this friday she'll have the next part so you can then listen to that as well right so i'm just going to play for you now apart from that interview it's changed my life actually in so many ways and like i say it's not nice she had gestational diabetes However, it was the moment where we suddenly realized we had to change. And and I'm not going to say it was perfect. I'm not going to try and give you the perfect story and say, that was it, we just changed. And then we were like super healthy from there on in. And she won Miss Universe and I meant won Mr. whatever the equivalent is, Mr. Universe, I guess. Uh, you know, it wasn't like that necessarily. It was, there have been ups and downs. There've been times when, you know, the carbs have creeped back in again. So for instance, my most successful time was just after that where i left teaching i was a teacher for 10 years and i left to do a different job and i was working with uh, schools in the uk the idea was i was going there from a social enterprise to recruit the children to go and work in africa and asia and south america and then i spent some time working in kenya Hmm. and it was the most it's just such a cool job to do i absolutely loved it not such a good job when you've got a young family and my wife just started a phd at cambridge at the time so that was tricky so i had to leave not long after starting Hmm. however um, I was going to the gym regularly. Um we, we had a baby at home, so I was kind of doing a lot of night shift stuff and working this job during the day, going to the gym, eating keto. I was probably the healthiest I've been for a long, long time. And then went to Africa... And even though in the community they were really accommodating, you can't really, when you're in that environment with deprived communities, say, "Oh, well, actually, I don't, I don't eat that." And, and I did for a few days, but when you only get offered rice and nothing else, you know, you, you can do fast for only so long until it seems rude, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, this is getting all embarrassing now." So then I did have some rice, and this is what I always find: that one meal, and I can pinpoint the moment it happened. That was in October, uh, and then I came back from Africa, and I was just, and the carbs. Were, creeping back in again because it became the norm suddenly Mm. and then in October becomes November November's not that far from Christmas so before you know it it's February and then you think and then it's like and I remember this thinking oh but you know so and so's wedding is in March so if it's February now like I want to enjoy the wedding so it's March and then you think this is ridiculous I've had six to eight months of eating carbs again because there's always a reason and I find for me I've got to be consistent and strict otherwise it doesn't work. Work. And mm-hmm. carb creep for me is a serious thing. And I so, and I, this is what I've learned from the podcast. I honestly think there's an addictive quality in carbohydrate for me. If I had a potato, I don't think I'd fancy a potato tomorrow. But if I have white flour, there's a trigger that sets me off. and I And my brain's like, right, that's it. We're back on this, guys. Let's go for it. And I really crave it again. And so I've just had to realize... David Unwin says this really nicely. He said, What a valuable lesson to learn. And I love that. He says, As long as you know what your trigger is, that's the thing to avoid. So do your best to avoid that. And if you do have, you know, something happen that's not optimal, just realize, well, that's an opportunity to learn. Don't make that mistake again if you can help it. And I think that's the way it's got to be. Don't beat yourself up. Just realize how you work and then think to yourself, right, what can I do strategically to try to avoid that situation again? And the African experience, I couldn't do much about that. But in life, generally in the Western world, we have a lot more control over our food than we think we do. We just let these things happen, or they happen to us, and then we, we kind of, create, you know, become victim to it.
1: And it's all about balance, isn't it? And you, you know, you can create different rules for different foods. I've discovered, anyway. Okay. and it, you know, it depends, doesn't it? What level of strictness you need in your diet? You know, there are people who. For health reasons or for craving reasons or whatever it is, they need to be strict carnival and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Then there, there were all these different levels. I mean, you just mentioned the difference between potatoes and white flour. Well, I have a rule for potatoes and um, for. Well, all potatoes, really, I guess, but chips in particular. I love potatoes. You know, I just love them. I love them all. I will not allow them in the house. If I allow them in the house, if I bring a sack of potatoes, I'll be eating them with every meal. Yeah. But I can have them when I'm out in a restaurant, which isn't very often, and it won't set up that craving cascade. But then there are other foods that would.
0: Is that because there's a finite end to it? Is that why it is? Because you know you got to go home and they're not in the house anymore. You can't, the willpower is not, you're not depending on willpower alone.
1: It's part of it. But then there are other foods or drinks that I've now come to accept that I can't even have one. So Coke Zero is really, I find really, really addictive. Right. And I've done it so many times now where I convince myself I can just have one. And that one every time without fail turns into me just mainlining the stuff. So that's not something. So, you know, in theory, you could set up the same rule. Well, I'm just going to have a Coke zero every now and then when I happen to be, you know, out at a restaurant with friends or something. And a lot of people would be able to do that. I can't, but I can do it with chips. So, you know, different foods, different rules. If you want to, you know, some people thrive, some people do better, just knowing what they're doing and being really strict and sticking to that. And there are, you know, others who like to play around with things because they don't necessarily want to let certain foods go. So it's such an individual thing. That's what I really like about keto and low carb, that it's absolutely there to be tailored to suit you, not the other way around.
0: Completely agree. And Just made me think though, you said about you can go out and you can have chips in a restaurant or whatever, and you're okay with that. I think the difference that I would realise is I think you're right, but with me and the flower thing, if and maybe it's the same you you'd have a Coke zero if I had an environment where I had flour on a piece of chicken or something, I'd eat that thinking that's great, but then i'd be making I'd be engineering that the next event would be somewhere where that thing would be there, and that's where it tells me I've got a problem mm. because I'm actually making my decision based on food that's right. now that is very close to addiction, I'd say, if not actually addiction because that means that's my primary focus above meeting somebody above whatever else I'm doing, mm-hmm. so I just have to appreciate for me. I have to get rid of that because, you know, as Jen Unwin says, uh, willpower is fatiguing. And if you have an environment where that's there for you, it's just going to, you're going to give in eventually because you're only human. So, yeah, you're right. I have to be careful on that. I have to appreciate that I have to do something that's going to help me to not have to face the temptation regularly and to say, I don't do that. And it's funny, actually, it is a mindset thing. So when I was in Africa, I remember thinking, I don't eat carbs, so I'd have the fish part of the meal. I'd have the chicken part of the meal. When it then became just vegetarian food with just rice and a bit of veg, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't live on veg alone for days. What do I do here? And then it just sort of creeped back in. Um, and I've had a few times of like that, a few like ups and downs. I must admit, though, I do find when it comes to dietary stuff, you do unfortunately get the keto police and other types of nutrition police. And and I think it's sad. You know, I think we should support each other and realize what we're doing is quite radical. What we're doing is actually a real positive step. If you're somebody who's cutting out, um, you know, a teaspoon of sugar from your tea each day, that's progress. Mm. If you're somebody who's like, you know, just literally skipping, uh, you know, having the carbs off the plate and, and not having them one meal, that's progress. And I think we should celebrate all of it and realised that there's almost like this stoic um, perfection that I think some of us try to you know, convey. And I think social media has made this even worse, that somehow... I do this and this is my identity and I've got it all sorted and I'm all right. And actually, there's nothing wrong to be saying I'm actually feeling quite. it's quite tough for me right now or I've struggled a little bit. And for me, you know, Christmas is a bit of a trigger because I love Christmas pudding and I love all the things that I taste from my childhood. And I feel like I'm missing out on not by having them. Although when I have them, I feel awful, so it's not worth it.
1: Mm. But, you know, I think it's... Mince pies for me. That's the thing for Christmas is mince pies. And unfortunately, yeah, they're just... Some things... really easy to keto-fy and some things are nigh on impossible and I think the mince pies unfortunately fall into the latter it's sultanas
0: (laughs) and and currants and things isn't it it's the um, and the pastry
1: you can kind of get but not really it's just I agree yeah there are some things and see that's why I've got the chips rule because Nobody can tell me you can come up with a keto alternative for chips. Well, you can come up with alternatives, but they don't taste like chips. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Alternatives, but not equivalents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So it's difficult. It is about just managing and knowing yourself. It's what you said before. And I think these experiences are useful. You know, people can come in and say, really beat themselves up and say, oh, you know, I've fallen off the wagon and I still feel so bad about myself. Oh, no, hold on a minute. What have you learned from this? Because there's always something to learn from it, isn't it? And something yeah. to take forward, and that's really useful. So actually, especially if you're the person, if you struggle with these things a bit, having these slip ups every now and then, I'm not gonna say you should you know, set out to do it, but they can be really advantageous in the long run because you learn things from them and you learn new strategies and ways to manage it that make it easier for you in the future.
0: If you want to catch the rest of the episode, head over to Keto Woman, where she's got the rest of that episode available to download on all podcast apps.